Hey guys, it's Ron here from Ride the Pine. Just wanted to apologize for the wait on this episode. I've had one hell of a month and editing has been difficult, but we're back and we're recording this Thursday and I'm trying to incorporate a much more organic feel to the podcast. So please let us know what you think so far on social media or iTunes. Um, we welcome all praise and criticism, um, constructive or otherwise, I, I guess. Um, and again, guys, thanks for your patience. And now... On to the show. All right. Welcome, everybody, to episode four of Ride the Pine. It's our second recording in June, just at the end of the month. We squeak one in before the end of the month. Uh, I'm your host Dan, as always. I'm joined by my co-host Squeak, Kyle, and Ron. How guys? How's it going? Hello, going very well. I am also well, I guess. <laughs> oh, you guess? I is, guess. Is it because of certain news in the sports world? I mean, not really. It's just like no? overwhelming depression, like that well, happens all the time to me. That's right. That's very <laughs> sad, Ron. Depression. It happens on a daily basis for me. Yeah, Ron. it's pretty normal for me, you know. It just it just happens. Get it together, Ron. Get it together. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm sorry. I will compose myself and talk in my I will compose my myself and no. make sure that, you know, I don't get depressed every day. Yep. So I wanted to start off the episode before I describe like what, what we're going to be talking about today. Um, quick update on our gentleman's bet on the World Cup. You want to talk about Big Brother? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely not, Kyle. <laughs> Life is good. Big Brother is back. Summer is here. Backdooring is back. I'm excited. Who watches it, reality it, it, shows anymore? It's not the mid to early 2000s. I don't understand. You ever heard of the real world? Ron. I have, and okay. the only well, reason it's still relevant it. is because of The Miz being in WWE, but that's another <laughs> show. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so we all made our bet for the World Cup. Uh, Ron, you picked Germany. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you picked Brazil. And I picked Argentina. Uh one of those three teams is out, and that team is oh. Germany. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Germany is out. Yeah. So as of right now, Ron is the loser of the bet at the moment. Good job, Ron. Woo, I won in golf scores. So now it is between Kyle and I. Whoever wins between the two of us chooses what shirt Ron has to wear. Wait a minute. Is it just what I have to wear, or is it what... I wear and whoever loses wears. No, you just, you lost. Yeah, just you, oh. you, you. There's one loser per thing, Ron. You can't well, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Ron's I like, I didn't, I, re- I didn't like, read the script. I thought it was like, you know, whoever wins the bet picks for the two people who lost. But was that the strategy you used when you picked Germany? No, actually, it's kind of funny. After we recorded that episode, I saw a quiz online that said like. What World Cup team should you cheer for? And I got Sweden, and I probably should have gone with that since they moved on. But you know, I didn't think about it, so whatever. Well, I mean, regardless, it's been a really fantastic World Cup uh, so far. Mexico surprising a lot of people, uh, advancing out of that group instead of Germany. It was Sweden and Mexico who came out of that group. I'm honestly kind of surprised that anybody's surprised about Mexico. I don't know why. I just always kind of assume that they're going to be good at soccer. So, Well, I mean, Mexico has been good at soccer for years, but they've never been able to translate it to World Cup uh, success. Oh, well, that's fair, I guess. Um, But on this episode today, we are obviously going to talk a little bit about the World Cup, We're gonna, and we're going to be actually talking... Mostly about Major League Baseball, because the halfway point is coming up, uh, I think, in a couple weeks. And I think the All-Star uh, break is, what, two, three weeks away? It is. Uh, and we're going to give uh, our predictions on a couple things and uh, and see where we go from there. We're also going to dive into our um, 
news and sports segment that we had last week um, called Stick to Sports. And uh, we're going to bring up some news stories that are currently going on in the world today. So wanted to shout out to all of our uh, followers on Twitter and all of our listeners. We really appreciate the support. Um, uh, Kyle, I was actually, and Ron, I was looking up our stats on um, our pod tracker, which is actually the uh, site that Rhett Hall, the founder of the Brain Trust Brothers Network, um, uses to track listens and, and downloads and things like that. We have, uh, in the last 90 days, 142 downloads Woo. in the last 90 days. What is wrong with them? Yeah, I don't know That's why they a, listen. I, I don't know, but June 18th seemed to be a good day because we had almost 100 downloads in one day. Oh, They're shit. proving us wrong. This is very good. Yeah, yeah, we had 84 downloads in one day on uh on June 18th. Wow. So uh so so thank you to our listeners uh not only in the United States, we actually had some downloads in New Zealand, Canada, and Hungary. Well, you know, we're really kind of really trying to appeal to those countries, so that makes sense. Yeah, especially it does. especially Canada, we are a very hockey-centric show. I try my best to make sure of that. So, we are? Uh, <laughs> you know, when all this stuff goes down with the uh with the Supreme Court and everything, Canada you got my back, right? Please? A? Okay. <laughs> A? I'm polite-ish. <laughs> that, that that wasn't offensive on my part in, at all. That was just a joke. No, you live in keep, Maine. Keep, You're basically in Canada. Way to, way to clarify that, Dan. That's good. <laughs> Th- thanks, Kyle. Appreciate the support. Uh, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So we had uh, three polls up on Twitter today. That was actually a phenomenal idea put forth by Kyle. Um you know, we we decided, you know, three polls is better than one. You know, why not? And um, we actually got a lot of feedback. I don't know if you guys have checked out our Twitter handle, but we got a lot of feedback. I haven't checked people back recently. Love, so. People love voting on the best and the worst. It's true. They do. Uh, what, what was weird to me, though, is we had the three polls. The first and the third poll received double-digit votes, which was great. Our middle poll only received five, and I don't wow. understand why. Because if you're voting on the other two, why aren't you voting on the middle one? What was the middle? You know one what again? I mean. The middle one was uh, biggest disappointment. In the that's the best. Hour. That's the funnest thing to vote on. Well, yeah, I mean that gives you the opportunity to really, you know, trash talk on some other fans. So, I mean, I felt like people on Twitter love to dunk on other people, but I guess maybe I was wrong. Yeah, no, and that was a little surprising to me, but uh, but regardless, thank you to everyone who you know voted. We, we appreciate we need juicier uh, the support. Answers. What's that? We need we need juicier answers. We're not getting responses. We don't have appealing enough answers. We need more hot takes, well, is what he's saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like the the hot takes. Yeah, more more controversy. Like, who's the big, biggest disappointment? Oh, the Boston Red Sox because they're only in second place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You had to go there, Ron, did you? <laughs> it, it's kind of obligatory. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. Mr. N- I mean, Yankee fan. I know that they're going to play this at that, that barbershop, you know, with the Uplift Pomade and all those guys. By the way, shout out to them for sponsoring us. Uh, so I, I just have to do something to get people that, you know, hate listen to us. Uh, on a regular basis, so that they'll tweet at us and like harass us, and then our social media scores will go up. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of of uplift pomade, yeah, do, definitely shout out to Rocco. You know, I, re, I actually recently was there, um, and he gave me some of the the uplift uh, pomade products, and I'm using this uh, almost like this powder um, hair styling type thing. It's it's kind of weird to explain. But I tell you what, it is phenomenal. It's better than hairspray, hair gel, anything you can buy at the store. It's phenomenal. Go check them out as soon as you can. Um, Rocco, you made a fantastic product. Keep it up. Um, when, do oh, they go ahead, go, uh, when do they go live online with their online store? So funny you should ask that. I actually talked to Rocco 
and he had mentioned he had kind of like a falling through with one of his previous manufacturers. So I think he had said end of this year, beginning of next year, they're going to be um, wholesale online. So oh. they'll be up and running. Okay. It, it, is Kyle getting wrapped up in duct tape over there? It was a tiger that just ran through my kitchen. What oh. in the hell was that? It was like Jurassic Park over there. Yeah, that's a what raccoon, I was thinking. Actually. Like... It was a raccoon. My dog was in the throw up. Oh, oh, oh boy. Okay. Anyway, so... back to my studio here, where we are. <laughs> back to the studio. So <laughs> our first poll. People that have studios and do legitimate <laughs> podcasts. So I'm. This, this is not this my is very house. true. That's Back weird. This studio house. looks just like my frigging kitchen. My huh. assistant just apologized. Like, I, I am also in my kitchen. Oh. Huh. Huh. Uh, so our first poll was which team has been the biggest surprise this season? And our choices were that the Atlanta Braves were leading the NL East, that the Arizona Diamondbacks were leading the NL West, that the Phillies were in second place in the NL East, and that the Royals were in last place in the AL Central. And the winner at 46% of the vote was that the Atlanta Braves are leading the NL East. I am not that surprised because they were bottom of the NL East last year, and then they shot up to the top, which was a heck of an improvement in one offseason. But I was more surprised that the Royals got no votes because they were in the World Series two years ago, and now they're in dead last. Yeah, and everyone was like jumping on the KC bandwagon, and now all of a and sudden, then and now they just they just skydived, just straight down. They're I don't know what back. happened. They're almost out of it already. Yeah, I think they're almost mathematically eliminated, almost because they only have almost? like twenty wins, twenty one wins, if that. Twenty five. Wow. Oh my god, that's that, yeah, that's not good at all. <laughs> yeah, no, that, <laughs> that's, that's not good at all. That's pretty bad. You know, there are only two two wins behind the Orioles for dead last. Wow, the yeah, Orioles fell uh, off, too. Like, the last uh, time I really I'm, paid attention to baseball, the Orioles were, like, making a case for themselves uh, in the playoffs a couple of years ago. So, mm-hmm. I will say I'm not totally upset that they're, they've fallen off. I've never been a big fan of the Baltimore Orioles. No offense to you guys out there who are Orioles fans, but I've just never I mean, liked the franchise. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't I've like just never city. liked the franchise. I don't know what it is about them. I don't like them either. Well, I'll have you know <laughs> they, used to be, they used to be like the parent club for my for my hometown baseball team. So I don't really have an opinion on them, to be honest with you. We switched over to the Minnesota Twins when I was like a teenager. So it doesn't really matter. Well, thanks for being neutral, Ron. Yep. I do not have an opinion. Although my brother is a fan of the Orioles, so he probably cares. So now between uh, between the three of us guys, uh, what do you guys think of, of that poll? Uh, which one would you guys have voted on? The Royals. Yeah, wow, that's I who like I would have voted for too. That like comes up and does so well, like they did, and then falls off. That just to me grabs more attention. Well, I did vote, and I voted that Philly second place in the NL East. Although I think I meant to vote for the Royals, so I don't know how that happened. You meant but, to uh, vote. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but uh, one of the polls, like, I clicked the wrong thing, and I'm pretty sure I had intended to vote for the Royals, but uh, apparently I voted for Philly. So, that's surprising to me. I don't know. I I don't think that's really that surprising, but... Yeah, I, th- I think for me, to, to drop off as drastically as they have, to go from a World Series to near dead last of the entire league is, is a dramatic drop off. I mean, is there, like, a prospect that they might want to, like, you know, be horrible for? I, I, don't, I honestly don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know if they're in rebuild because I know they still have, you know, Mike Mustakis. They still have a lot of their guys that were on that World Series team. <clears throat> I just don't know what's happened to them. I don't know if it's their pitching or what, but they just kind of just fallen off the map. I think part of this, they're just not, like, a winning team. Some teams are like bred for success, and I don't know if the Royals quite have that yet. I mean, the last time they were really big time winners 
was when they had uh oh my god I can't remember his name because I just remember the video game I played any uh MLB ninety five on Sega Genesis. Um, what was that? Cal Kyle? Ripken, Cal Ripken Jr. Is that what you're talking about? Cal Ripken is that's he what was not who you're talking on, about. Are you talking about the Royals? Not. Oh, talking about the Royals. Absolutely my bad. Not. I was thinking about Cal Ripken. Um, George Brown. Mike Sweeney? <laughs> That's the only person I remember from the Royals from the 90s. Because I was name? like, his name sounds like Mike Sweeney. <laughs> I'm um, a really I'm mature actually, person. I'm actually literally in the... Oh, Bo Jackson was a Kansas City Royal. Oh. Well, you know, just for me, I just think that the way that they have just dropped off so drastically, you know... I don't know if it's because they lost people that I don't know about or um, whether they just decided to, like, pack it in to possibly get, like, a top pick. I don't know, but... You think they would decide that? There's no way. What's... They would never do that. Yeah. And it's so hard because the season is so long. There's so many games. It would be so hard for them to just be like, hey... Let's just pack it in for this season and right. just suck. Well, I mean, if they had started out and they lost like a ton of games in a row or something like that, I don't know what the trajectory of their seasons looked like. But um, I mean, if they started strong and then like they just dropped right off, um, like they might just be embracing it at this point. I mean, that's kind of what happened with the Sabers. They just kind of, you know, were terrible all year long and then after a certain point they're like you know what let's just try to get Darlene and then they did um, on another note it kind of just kind of segues into our second poll which was who was the biggest disappointment at the halfway point and our options were the Kansas City Royals the New York Mets the LA Dodgers and the Washington Nationals this is a we only got five votes on and it was a tie between Kansas City and Los Angeles one of the reasons I put Los Angeles on there was because everyone expected them to just blow this division wide open and I believe last I looked I don't know if one of you guys can corroborate for me but I believe they're only four games back or five games back at first yeah I think actually three now it says it's three. Yeah. Yeah, they're right there. Arizona has just been taking over. Yeah, where does that come from? <clears throat> uh, they have really good pitching. Their starting pitching is very good. And they also have a guy named Paul Goldschmidt, one of the best pure hitters in baseball. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean- yeah, they're they're uh, they're a team. They're a very young team too, so they're probably hungry. Um, yep. And and honestly, I I wouldn't mind seeing them in the postseason. It's it's nice to see different teams in the playoffs. It's just kind of how like when we were talking about the NHL playoffs, it's good to see teams in there that aren't regularly there. It makes it more interesting and more fun to watch. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I would know. agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers have been, geez, pretty good here for the last few years. Um, so I think just because they're not in first, it looks disappointing. But, I mean, they'll still be there come postseason. I think it's cool seeing the Diamondbacks do so well. Yeah, you know, and the last time the Diamondbacks were really good was back when they had the combo of Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson. You guys remember that? Oh, man. Yeah, I remember that because it was the first time I ever saw the Yankees lose the World Series. So, <laughs> yep. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care. It was like 20 years ago. <laughs> he cares, Dan. I care so much. I, he, I care he cares greatly. so much. It is making my blood boil. I am going to find you, and when I do... Well, I'm not going to record it on audio, so. (laughs) So before we take our first break, we're going to just talk about our last poll that we had, uh, which was in our opinion, well, in our 
for our listeners who is going to have the best record at the end of the regular season. And our options were the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Mariners, and the Astros. And we got 19 votes, which was the highest of the three, which, again, thank you very much for everyone who voted. Uh, The winner at 47% was the Houston Astros, which is not surprising. No, they have the best record. No, that's everyone else picked. Everyone picked the the Astros. Who would you guys think would who yep, would be the second highest? Who who would you guys think would be the second highest uh, vote getter? Red Sox of the other three. Ron, any? Red Sox. What? Huh? Red, Red Sox. Sox. I would say Red the Sox. Yankees, but that's because I voted for them. So it was the Yankees, thirty-two <laughs> percent. The Red Sox only got sixteen percent. Yep. <laughs> Um, I would personally love sucks to be you. (laughs) I will say this, and this is kind of actually, uh, you know, kind of near and dear to me, but when I was getting ready to get married, uh, last October, it was actually, uh, the that weekend it was Yankees versus Astros. And I believe it was the ALCS or it was the, it was the series before. I can't remember. Um, but I would love to see that series again. I think that would be a phenomenal series to watch. The, the both teams are great, and it would make for exciting postseason baseball. Yeah, what? Yeah, I would say I would enjoy watching that series. But frankly, if it got down to it, I probably wouldn't be able to watch it because Sling TV probably doesn't have that channel. <laughs> uh, do Do you have Fox? Um, no, I've got Fox Sports. I've got like Yes. Um, I've got that kind of stuff, but I don't think they simulcast the playoffs. Huh. Well, I think Fox does at least. Maybe. I'll take a look. I'm sure you have it somewhere. I probably could work out something. Uh, so anyway, uh, I think this would be a good time to take our first break. Uh, we will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Stay tuned. Hey guys, it's Ron here, and welcome to the intermission portion of our show. I'd like to take this time to tell you about our wonderful new sponsor, Uplift Pomade. Now, I'm sure you're asking, Ron, what is Uplift Pomade? Well, I'm so glad that you asked. Uplift Pomade is a hot new line of hair care products born straight out of Wakefield, Mass. Ladies and gentlemen, I know that you care about your hair, and so does Uplift Pomade. They want you to look your best. That's why the inventor of this product, Rocco Danielli, used his original blend Uplift Pomade on our own Dampinata for his wedding day. And I have to say, it even made him look pretty fly, for a white guy. But Ron, I'm sure you're saying, surely this company promotes animal testing and uses the worst kind of chemicals. Well, dear listener, that statement could not be further from the truth. You see, much like myself, Uplift Pomade would never put their name on products tested on animals, and they only use organic ingredients so that you'll never have to worry about putting any rancid chemicals near your head ever again. Plus, the recycling program allows you to return any empty container of Uplift Pomade product, and they'll give, as a gift to you, a $2 credit towards your next purchase. That's a better deal than recycling cans or bottles. So if your hair care product just isn't doing the job, check out Uplift Pomade. Currently available at wholesale barber shops and coming soon online at upliftpomade.com. Thank you very much, and now, back to the show. All right, welcome back from our break, everybody. Um, we're going to just get right back into the baseball talk. Uh, you know, um, we haven't talked much about the baseball season so far, mainly because it is so ridiculously long. But nonetheless, we're a sports podcast. We cover sports, and that means all sports. So um kind of wanted to toss it out to you guys. Uh, I know... Um, we don't have a lot of opportunities to watch baseball as we'd like to, um, or maybe for some of us, we don't watch it at all. Um, but have you guys noticed anything that's been, uh, kind of caught your eye on the baseball season so far? Do we have to talk baseball? (laughs) There's Kyle's answer. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so I haven't really watched any baseball this year, mostly because I just got Run. sling like last month. And um, come on, I don't know what 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 you want from me. I barely get like an hour to write a script before I get bored. You expect me to sit through a three hour <laughs> game of, you know, baseball? Like maybe when I was thirteen, yeah, and the yes. Yankees were winning every yes. year. <laughs> So that was easier back then. <laughs> Kyle's just like, yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, my mistake. I really dropped the ball here. Um, I do like that the Yankees are are leading the AL East. Um, no one else likes that. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> unpopular opinion. It's gonna be a good. <laughs> it's gonna be a good end to the race in the AL East. That's gonna be fun to see. Yeah, because especially because yeah. it's gonna be a two horse race. The other three teams. Stink. Because I feel like usually one of them is disappointing, and right now they're both very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I mean, this series this weekend, uh, I think it starts on Friday. It's uh, Red Sox Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Oh snap! Uh, I guess I gotta listen on the radio, or maybe try to watch. Yeah, it that's on the TV. game, Ron, or uh, what? So yeah, that should be that should be a fun series. Um, hopefully, we get some good pitching in that. Uh, in that series and uh, come out with a series win. We, mm-hmm. we could use it. We really could. Yep. Um, I got no opinion whatsoever. <laughs> I, I figured. <laughs> um, I hold no stock in this at all. <laughs> so we're going to jump into our um, new segment that we debuted last episode called stick to sports where we discuss uh, current events in the sporting world. And I actually wanted to reverse the order this week. I'm going to actually, st- we're going to start with Kyle. Uh, so Kyle, oh, that's hot. what is your new story for this week? My story is more of a discussion. I want to talk about the NBA MVP. Okay. So um, James Harden won the MVP and some of the opinions were especially actually of Kyrie Irving that James Harden was kind of like the fan MVP, but LeBron James was more of the NBA MVP. And I wanted to see what you guys thought about that. I think it's LeBron James just based on his overall value to the team, which is what the MVP stands for. Not just player that has the best stats, you know, um, yeah, I, I think he definitely leads the team fully and is what what makes them great. I think Harden is awesome. I don't think he's the MVP. You know, I I, I can't actually I, – I couldn't agree with you more. Um, <clears throat> I think, obviously, when you think most valuable player, you think of if this person is missing from the lineup, our team is lost. Right, I feel that's like the way that's like the old way you put I feel it like the Rockets were still able to win without Harden. But the Cleveland could not. And I think that's just a testament to how good LeBron is and how he makes everybody around him play better. And yeah. I com- yeah. I completely oh, sure. agree. I think LeBron is the is the true MVP. And I think you're right. I think Harden is but the it's... fans choice. Right. It's easy. I mean, everyone likes him. He's a great guy. He's cool. He's he's a almost like an underdog. But uh, I just think LeBron, he kind of has more of that dark side and has some of that dislike. But, I mean, yeah, overall, like you said, if he's missing from the team, that hurts more. Yeah. I, I, th- I, I wouldn't. Oh, sorry, Ron. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, I agree. I mean, it seems like the Houston Rockets are a pretty well-rounded team, like all around. They almost beat... <clears throat> Um, you know, Golden State almost solved that puzzle and went to the finals, and who knows what would have happened. Um, but, I mean, if you take LeBron off of the Cavs, then it's kind of – I don't think they even make the playoffs this year. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, I feel like you're probably right. I feel like uh, LeBron probably deserved it a little bit more, but, you know, just because he carried the whole team on his shoulders essentially. I, I will, and even with LeBron, they didn't even show up in the finals at all. No, and, and what's what's crazy to me is, I feel like Harden on a bad day is like 
six, seven points, like terrible shooting, like uh, has like a really just horrible night. Bad night for LeBron is like 20 points. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so that that alone, you're oh, just yeah. like, yeah, because his bad points per LeBron game average like, was ridiculous. Yeah, bad night for LeBron is like a double double and like maybe bordering on a triple double. <laughs> yeah, so, and a great night is like a lost. triple double with like fifty points. Yeah, it's like it, it's borderline absurd the amount of points he put up this season. And now saying that just even out loud, yeah. even it's even more of a snub for MVP. Considering he put up those kind of numbers. Yep, I would agree. I think it's uh, I think it's crazy that they would give it to Harden. I mean, like you said, great guy, great player, but uh, you know, LeBron played way more games. He uh, scored way more points and you know, more rebounds, assists, pretty much every stat that you can find. Yeah, he, uh, he exceeded it. So. Yeah, no, and, and it, it is a shame, you know. And I think what happens. Well, for a lot of fans, is LeBron is the Sidney Crosby of the NBA. If you, if he is on your yeah. team, they love you. If it is any other yep. team who's the, who they're a fan of, they can't stand them. And it's not, it's not fair, you know. Because personally, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan. I, I don't like him as a person. As an athlete, he is phenomenal. He is one of the greatest basketball players to come around in the last decade. And you have to give the guy his due. You just have to. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, his will to win is unmatched. It's crazy. Yeah, and when he's running down the court full speed, just you might as well just get the hell out of the way because he'll run you over. It's like a freight train coming at he you. He will. Yeah. Uh, so next, uh, I wanted to um, hear uh, Ron's story in sports. It is your turn. And now, thanks for the trivia round. Ooh, boy. <laughs> so, yes. gentlemen, I've got yes. two two trivia things, uh, which I would like for you to, uh, to pick between, I guess. Um, they're both about Martin Brodeur because he was the most recent an announced yep. inductee. Um, he holds, as I said, the all-time record for regular season shutouts and the regular season uh, uh, the win record. Um, which one would you rather guess the top five active goalies chasing his record? Top five active goalies chasing his... Uh, well, so what was the, t- uh, the category? So we can... Uh, it would be either the... Uh, shutout record or the wins record. And we have to choose one of those? Yep, pick between those, and then you have to figure out which five, which are the top five active goalies right now chasing that record. Uh, I'll go... I'll go with the shutouts. Okay. Do you want to do the same one? Uh, the yeah, that works. Is this, is this in wanna... a season, or you mean career? Just oh, career. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So Martin Brodeur holds the all-time record for regular season, or sorry, for regular season shutouts uh, with 125. Holy crap! So yeah, 125 shutouts over his career. Uh, who are the top five active goalies chasing his record? Uh, just to name a few, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Bobrovsky. Is he one? Wrong. He's not even one. Nope. He's not in the top five. Mark andre Fleury? Oh. Marc-Andre Fleury is number five. He has 48 career shutouts. Corey Schneider? Corey Schneider is not on the list. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of shutouts. I shouldn't have even said him. Uh, <laughs> he plays for the Devils. Come on. This is very true. I mean, he's replacing Martin Brodeur. Come on. That's true. Come on, guy. Um, Come on. Think of active active goalies. Um, you gotta think like old Glenn Hall. Oh, I thought you said active. No, no, no. They are active, but they're just their older goalies. Older goal. Uh, Luongo. 
Yep, Luongo is number one. He has 76 <laughs> shutouts. I got number one. I'm happy. <laughs> All right, so we're looking for two, three, and four. Um, Luongo. I'm trying to think of what, who else is an old crone who's still behind him. And then, oh, Henry what about Lundquist? What about, yeah, duh, he's yep. number two. Yep, Lundquist is number two. He's got 63 what about shutouts. Shout out. John what? Quick, Jonathan Quick, is that his name? I've heard about him. Yeah, Jonathan Quick, he is uh, fourth. He has 49 I'll shutouts. I'll never get another one. Just leaves never. us with... <laughs> Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Not with that defense. Ooh. So who do we got as number three, gentlemen? Ooh. You can give us a little hint there, saying with that defense. Oh. Hmm. Did I give you a hint with that defense? Hmm. How many shutouts hmm. does he have, Ron? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's Shade. It's Tuka Rask. Nope. <laughs> Damn it. I thought you were tossing Shade at the Boston Bruins. I was oh, about to be like, wait no, a no. minute. No. Um, I'm not being Machiavelli in here at all. Um, not this time. Um, the player at number three has 51 shutouts. Uh, is he in the East or the West? He is in... That's really hard to say. I believe he's in the East. Hold on a second. I gotta look this up. Is it up Corey really Crawford? It is not. Damn it. I thought I had it there for a second. Is he from Finland? Conference. Um, possibly. He's definitely Scandinavian. And it's Western Conference. I lied. Mm, growl about it, Dan. Uh, I can't. I can't think of the. I can't think. Of, uh, I'm probably gonna kick myself for not knowing who it is, too. Yep. They. Uh, he was in the playoffs last year. He did go. Uh, well, he went. He went. Less. He went. It. It was disappointing compared to what people thought that they would do. Dan. Verlamov. Wrong. Uh, actually, I think one of you guys picked him to be the backstop for the team that would win the Stanley Cup. Um, Nashville? Oh, it's Pecorino. Yep, it's Pecorino. Pecorino. <laughs> 51 I shutouts. Oh, he, gets, he gets so many shutouts. It's true. He gets but, uh, so many shots. He had like three in like the first two rounds or something like that. Yeah. I yeah. should have freaking known that. I am a dingbat. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> damn you, Ron, and your stumpers. <laughs> All right. So um, I guess by popular demand, we're going to do the uh, second question as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> yay, more trivia. You guys can play along at home as well if you'd like. But you have Google, and they don't, as far as I know. So, <laughs> um, going by the honor system here. Um, so, question number two. Martin Brodeur holds the all-time record for regular season wins by a goalie with 692. That is what? ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he is the winningest goalie of all time. Uh, who are the top five active goalies in the NHL closest to his record? Oh, jeez. Yep. Dan, who is the guy you mentioned first? Luongo? Uh, Luongo doesn't win a lot. That's the problem. He's been... He won a lot with... Um, with Vancouver. But then he went to Florida and kind of like, meh. Hasn't meh. really done much. I'm going to pick him. You're going to pick Luongo? Yeah. All right, Luongo is number one. He has 471 <laughs> wins. Oh, son <laughs> of a bitch. Uh, Lundqvist has still got to be on that list. Henrik, Henrik Lundqvist is number two. He has 431 wins. And Fleury's also got to be on that list because he's with the he was with the Penguins for so long. Yep, Marc-Andre Fleury, number three. He has 404 wins. So who rounds it out at four and five? Good job, Dan. We did very well. Oh, yeah. we did well. We we got we got one, two, three, but we, we, just, we, need to get, we just we just need to get four and five, which yeah, might be a little bit tougher. Yeah, I was gonna say incidentally, uh, three of those five are the same players from the uh, from the last list. So, kudos, kudos for memory. 
Thank you. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want any hints? Uh, yeah, a hint would be great. Okay. So, number four is currently in the West. And, again, it's an older player. Older player. Like, probably, like, mid, mid, to, mid to early 30s? If not later? Um, Ooh. I would say mid to late 30s. Patrick Roy. He's a coach! Uh, I said, <laughs> Patrick I said 30s, not 50s. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh... You know, I'm actually gonna take a. I'm gonna fly the seat of my pants type of mood. I like that. I, I don't know if he is. I'm gonna take a guess. Uh huh. Is it Ryan Miller? It is That's... Ryan Miller. Ugh. Ryan Miller, 370 wins. And I wow. was thinking that because he won a ton of games for Buffalo for yes, a long did. time. He was a huge guy in Buffalo. And then he went to Vancouver and has kind yep. of been up and down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So fifth goalie. He has 318 <laughs> wins. Dominic Kasich. No, he's only played for one team his entire career on the East Coast. Oh, man. <laughs> Is it Andy Moog? <laughs> <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Damn he it. Did, he did. He did have a very successful career with Team Canada. Um, Wait, the, the, the goalie is number five. Oh, Bernie Parent. Yeah, goalie number five. What? Sorry. <laughs> what was so that? much happening. I didn't hear what you said. Bernie Parent. I didn't know he was retired. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ken Dryden. And it. Who? Is it. Who at where? <laughs> uh, he, it, he's won a Stanley Cup with this team. And you said he was Canadian, so it's not he's Jonathan Canadian. Quick. Not Jonathan Quick. Because he's the United States. Is it Carey Price? Carey no, Price. No, not Carey Price. That's a good guess, but not Carey Price. Oh, wait. Is he older also? I'm sorry. You got cut off. Say again. Is he old, older also? Is he older um, goalie? He's 34. He's like middle of the road. Yeah. Wait, wait no, a minute. Am I missing it? Is it Pecorine again? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not Pecorine. No, the there's no more overlap with that last list. Oh, thank God. I was about to be like, if it's freaking no. Pecorine, I swear <laughs> to God. That would be, be hilarious. <laughs> um, no, no. He. Um, the only other guy I can think of... The only other guy I can think of is Cam Ward. Yeah, it would be Cam Ward. Oh, what Carolina the hell? Hurricanes. <laughs> I, I was like, he's washed up he too. Has, yeah, he has 318 wins over his entire wow. career. Wow. So, well, Cam I Ward think he got 318 this. wins like two years ago and hasn't won since. Yeah, no, I yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Um, <laughs> he hasn't really had a successful season, which is why I didn't think of him well. at first. I was like, no, it can't be Cam Ward. Yeah. <laughs> what has he done lately? Well, you also have to ask yourself, like, which goalies have been with the same team, like, long enough that, you know, they're 34 years old and they've won a Stanley Cup. Is he still with Carolina? <laughs> he's still with Carolina. Oh, wow. Going As of strong. Right now, I think he's I think he's going into free agency. Um, I'd be this, surprised if he got year. picked up by anybody because he's just like a big old bag of poo. But wow. A lot, that was there, rude. there is. There is a faction on this of the Sabres fans who are like, "Oh, we should get Cam Ward so that he can, you know, mentor Linus or Linus Olmark." But I'm just like, I don't know, man. He hasn't been good in years. He might not have any like great advice. No, but... he hasn't been good <laughs> since like, oh god, when they made the playoffs like five years ago. Yeah. Well, again, not much of a team in front of him. So this is very true. He didn't have much in front of him. <laughs> They do yeah. have a lot of young players though. There, like Noah Noah Hannafin, he's a phenomenal defenseman. Yeah, he actually just got traded. Oh, to who? Uh, hold on a second, I gotta double check. But and, and they also have uh, they also have to that Calgary. Oh wow! And they also yep. have that kid Falk, Justin Falk. Yep, another good defenseman. Who I think they're also shopping around. Oh my God! What are they doing? Just like oh, you know, let's just. Uh, and uh, and our chances of winning ever. 
Yeah, I think they're just having a fire sale right now. Yeah, it sounds they like also, it. They also trade Lindholm. So. Oh my God, he's one. He was yep. their best player. Yep. <laughs> Carolina GM, if you're listening, what the f- are you doing? Yeah. So, uh, it was a few days ago they traded uh, Elias Lindholm or Elias Lindholm and Noah Hannafin to Calgary for Dougie Hamilton and Michael Furland and Adam Fox. I do That's like this. Not a bad trade, but man, yeah. did Calgary make out on that one? Because now Calgary's got guys like Elias Lindholm and Johnny Goudreau. Mm. Like, come on. That's not fair. Yeah, yeah no, Calgary's going to be a force next year if they can stay healthy. Um, so now, uh, finally, you know, it's it's my new segment. Yay. Woo. It's a little bit of a downer, but at the same time, we've oh, each covered boy. a different sport. True. Kyle covered basketball, Ron, you covered hockey, and I will be covering football, specifically college football. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys. I don't know if you guys remember this back in January. It was the quarterback for Washington State. His name was Tyler Hillenstecook. Do you guys remember hearing about this? Uh-huh. I did not hear he, about it. He, he committed suicide. He was only he was only 21 years old. Uh, he was a star quarterback at Washington State. He helped lead them to. He was. They were very close to, um, going to the national championship, or getting chosen to go. Um, and then I don't know. I don't know where they just said that he committed suicide. So finally, the par- the parents came out and they mentioned how. Tyler had uh, CTE, which oh. everybody knows about CTE. It's been a huge thing in the NFL. You know, they, they had that movie Concussions with Will Smith. Um, it's been a huge problem in football for a long time. And um, just a fun, uh, not really a fun step, but a interesting fact that CTE has actually been linked to 99% of the 202 deceased football players. They had CTE wow. at the time of death, 99%. Wow. Yeah. That is staggering. When I read that, I was like, I have to talk about this. This is ridiculous. Um, yeah. So there is a hospital in Minnesota who reached out to Tyler's family and uh, the hospital's called the Mayo Clinic, and they are located in uh, Minnesota. They contacted their family, and they said, hey, can we study your son's brain to see, like, you know, what's going on? So the parents agreed. They ran a study. It took about, like, a month or two. And they came back. The medical examiner, you guys ready for this? The medical examiner said that Tyler had the brain of a 65-year-old man. Wow, That's, he was, and he was wow. only twenty-one years old. Oh my god, I can't believe that. That's so weird. Sixty-five-year-old yeah. man. They said the, it was the equivalent, and he was twenty-one. He lost forty-three, forty-four years off his life just in his brain. Jeez. Yeah, and, that is a bit of a downer. It, it is a downer, but at the same time, it, you know it. For me, I wanted to bring kind of awareness to this issue because, you know, yeah, people are talking about it. Yeah, things are getting done. They're making the helmets more secure and things and that. But they're doing that in the NFL. What about doing it for even, like, the kids who play in football, then college football, high school football? What are they doing in those terms? Because if they have these concussion issues before they get to the NFL, there, there's no use. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. damage is already done. The damage is already done at this point. So what? So what's the point of making all these changes in the NFL when you're not doing it at all the other different levels? So yeah, they should really start with. Well, I feel like with the CTE issue, they should really just start making changes just across the board. Like you start young. I mean, you know, you just just implement it all at once, but. You know, it's really important that we do it as soon as possible so that the younger players are not as affected as, um, you know, some of the players now 
are going to be. Yeah, I mean, it, it is really, really sad that this has become such a horrible, horrible issue in sports, but uh, it definitely needs to be taken care of at all levels of the game, not just the NFL. But that's easier said than done. I mean, they don't have the revenue, you know, for that in college or in high school, unfortunately, and no one's going to put forth the the money for that. You're just not going to see the same kind of help like you do in the NFL because they have more of an income for it. Yeah, until you're someone kind right. of steps up, and you know, until some of these like equipment companies step up and like want to make the better steps, but yet still keep school budgets in mind or something, until they really show they care about the hell, this is not going to change. Yeah, um, I feel like given how much money schools use towards sports. I don't know like how much the cost would come out to, but I feel like if you're running a company and you're trying to get these things like taken care of and that's your number one priority, then maybe you should be giving the schools like a discount and maybe charging the pro teams a little bit more. Right. But yeah, that's just me. Well, as much of a downer as that was, uh, let's just roll into our our final break. Uh, when we get back, we will talk about our World Series predictions and uh, who we think is going to win it all at the end of the season. Uh, stick around. You won't want to miss it. Welcome back to our final segment. Um, we're going to just talk about the our World Series predictions and why we think our picks are going to be there. Um, and then just have our final thoughts in, the, in our segment called the finale. So, uh, guys, let's, uh, let's just make our picks for the World Series. Uh, Kyle, we'll start with you. Um, who do you think is going to win the, the whole thing? Are we picking uh, one from each like conference, and then who's going to win it? Uh, what we can do is pick one from the American the League and one from the National League. All right, I'm going to go with and- the Cleveland Indians from the AL. They're going to redeem their horrible performance in the NBA Finals, and I think they will outright win it over the Brewers. And so the Brewers are your other pick? Yep, they're my NL. So that's your NL. uh, Okay, so that's your World Series matchup. Um, And Ron, what about you? I'm going Yankees-Braves. It was the first World Series I ever saw, and it's going to happen again. And it's going to end up the same way. I got no reason for it. I'm just going off my gut. Uh, I like that. I, I I like. I would love to see a Yankees Braves. That's a old school matchup, really old school oh, yeah. matchup. Um, yeah, I think it was like 1998 when I started watching. So, uh, I <laughs> I am gonna go with the Boston Red Sox, and I'm gonna have them playing the L.A. Dodgers. Ooh, good one. I've been, That'll be an interesting series. I have been waiting for a potential series of this caliber for a long time. And I tell you one other person 
who's been waiting for this type of series is actually my dad. My dad has oh, yeah. actually a, been a lifelong Dodgers fan living in Massachusetts. So he's had to, cho- he's had to root for both teams. Um, and to have that kind of a series f- for him, would, I know it would mean a lot. But I, I've been personally jonesing for that kind of series since I was a kid. And seeing how the Dodgers are kind of in it, the Red Sox are both they're playing well too. I would love to see that series, and that's my prediction. Uh, now, so if we have those two, uh, like how we picked each division, who's your pick between those two? Who's going to win it all? Uh, between the ones that we yeah yeah Yankees Braves and for Kyle oh, Brewers okay. and uh, and Indians. Oh, he had said uh, you had said the Indians, right, Kyle? I did. I'm going with Cleveland. Yeah, you're going with Cleveland. Yeah, I am. I went with the I went with the Yankees because I'm a homer like that. So and I am actually going to go with the Dodgers. Whoa! Oh, bold pick. Bold I'm pick. going with the Dodgers. Again, remember, we do play in a uh, in a public area in in New England. So are you sure you want to uh, say that? And then uh, have, I you do. Know, show your face. And and I'm and I'm going to say it. It's for one reason, and it's pitching. I feel like the Dodgers pitching is better than the Red Sox. Yes, the Red Sox have Chris Sale, but the rest of their pitching is so inconsistent. It's changed all the time. Rodriguez gets hurt. Stephen Wright gets hurt. Brian Johnson gets hurt. David Price gets hurt. It's just like it's too too many. And Porcello's inconsistent. And there's one name on the Dodgers who will lead them to the promised land, and his name is Clayton Kershaw. He's been one of the best pitchers in the major leagues the last five years. He is coming off an injury, but I think once he hits his groove, watch out. Dodgers are going to take over that division. They're going to win the whole thing. All right. Interesting picks. Interesting um, picks. So overall, guys, uh, we're going to just jump into the finale segment. So just your final thoughts. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on what we talked about today? Um, CTE sucks. Uh, we gotta do something to solve that. Um, Martin Brodeur is freaking awesome, and nobody's ever gonna catch him. Um, what else did we talk about? Oh, uh, LeBron got robbed, and the Yankees rule. There we go. <laughs> well said. <laughs> I love how we're all just like silent afterwards, like, huh, good one. Yep. And that's, our, and that's our show, guys. See you later. <laughs> Wait a minute. We only got my final thoughts? That seems unfair. <laughs> Ronald, that covers everything. That was, that was the, the premise oh. of what we, what we covered. I will add in there to keep a listen for our ESPYs episode. I think we're going to do a good analysis of SB nominations, awards, predictions, stuff like that. Yeah. Also be sure to listen to our other show, uh, singlet club, which is on the famous original podcast network. Yeah. So, don't forget uh, that podcast. we cover yeah. some weird stuff over there. Yeah. We talk about wrestling Yeah, and like gold dust a lot for some reason. Yeah. We've talked about gold dust in like three episodes. Yeah. Well, at least two, at least so. two. Yeah. Um, and for me, um, like I said before, at the beginning of the show, um, the season's long. It's a long, long, long road. And I think it really gets good after the all-star break, because that's when you kind of separate the weak from the strong and the playoff picture is going to start taking shape. And I think it's going to get really exciting. We got a lot of good teams in the mix. And uh, I think it's going to be interesting down the stretch. We'll see what happens. What I'm actually most looking forward to is actually the Home Run Derby. I look forward to it every year. Just yes. seeing these guys just take these meatballs and just bomb them. And it's awesome. Yeah, that was always my favorite part of the All-Star game, too. Um, <laughs> and also my favorite game mode in uh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s Slugfest. Oh, so <laughs> we, cannot, we never forget that. Yeah. Oh, yep. It's a good good point there, dog. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> organic reaction. We love it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, everyone, thank you all for listening. That's going to do it for this episode of Ride the Pine. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Ride the Pine Pod. We're also on Instagram at Ride the Pine Pod as well. We are also on Facebook. Um, if you're feeling especially generous and you would like Ooh. to donate to us, uh, we do have a Patreon page at patreon.com backslash ride the pine. Um, other than that, uh, and again, thank you to our sponsor, uh, Uplift Pomade. You guys have been awesome, and uh, we look forward to growing our partnership with you guys. And uh, yeah, well, uh, we will see you guys in a week or two, and we'll be doing our episode on the ESPYs. So uh, make sure to tune in for that. And for all of us here over at Ride the Pine, uh, you guys, thank you for listening, and catch you next time. <laughs>